Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Xbox the Box, an Xbox podcast. My name is Potato Chief, and I had to redo this intro because the intro was corrupted and it was like echoing, so it was just like going hello, 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 like every, like that it was really weird, broken. Don't know why that happened. So I'm just redoing the intro. Uh, we're going to pick up where we left off. This is for, uh, we're going to be mid sentence of what we've been playing, and cut. But. But then, after, even after I'd done with Paladins and Halo Infinite, I was like, I want to try out, like, two-point campus or stuff like that. But I just think, like, I get really burnt out, and I don't really want to be playing games all the time. Okay. Also, it's going to get worse, because cost of living is, like, increasing. Oh, yeah. My energy bills went up by about 50%. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, and then it's just going to be, like, a really hard winter. So one of my friends suggested that I should be sewing more yeah. uh, so I can, like, use up a free up some energy. But, nah, yeah. I'd just be, like, trying to do other things, like biting a book, for instance. <laughs> oh, I mean, my way of saving money is just to basically stick to Game Pass and not buy anything, like, like buy any full-price games. That's, like, my way of saving money. <laughs> and then also try to keep my points up on the... Uh, Xbox reward so I can get it for free for another three months. Just keep getting a free Game Pass. That's my my idea of saving money. Um, yeah, because I've been using Microsoft Rewards and a gold trip. Yeah. And so far, my gold, uh, my ultimate status, because you convert gold into ultimate, yeah. I've been like stacking up on the mountain monster in it, and it looks like as if it's gonna last until like the middle of October. Nice. Well, could be longer. I'm not sure. I haven't really checked. But then, yeah, it's just free Game Pass for a few months. Plus, it's interesting you say like you say about that the Game Pass. Like, I'm really tempted to try out some of the games on the Switch. Like, one of my nephews yeah. has got like Pokemon Arceus. Is he completed it? Plus, he's got like lots of Zelda games, which is cool. Yeah. But I just couldn't really bring myself to cough out like 40 quid on any no, of these games. The price is and I just think. If I'm not playing, yeah, just not gonna be playing so much on my Switch, so why go for it? What's more, it's just like I was gonna get Nintendo Switch Online and thought I was gonna pay for the year so I can play some Smash tournament. Yeah. But I thought I would really shoot myself in the foot if I went for like 17 quid. Yeah. So I just like went went for a month of Switch Online and see how it goes because I already like spent a, m a lot this yeah. month. But then, ironically, I spent 21 quid on a season pass, and that's because the Paladins, some of the items on, are on sale. Yeah. But I'm just really hesitant to like spend more, and I would really want to save money because the next few months is going to be like absolutely bad. I mean, I'm sure you will be preparing for such a winter, though. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I mean. I think we maybe should do an episode what about money saving or being uh, being money conscious. I think that might be something we should do in the future. Uh, as a Nintendo has, a, I, I like to call the Nintendo tax, and Sony is trying uh, trying to copy Nintendo in this. Whereas, like, if Pokemon, like, if you was like, oh, I want to buy a Pokemon game, I will wait for it to go down in price. It never goes down in price. <laughs> like Nintendo games, yes. stay a high price literally the entire like the entire like history. Like, if you want to buy a Nintendo game, you, you might as well buy it now because it's not going down in price. And Sony are trying to do that. It's not seem to they they don't seem to uh, stick to it as much as Nintendo do. But that's their their stay goal now is to try and 
keep everything at 70, which I'll never pay 70 quid for a game, I refuse. Um, also, if I keep getting distracted and looking down, it's because my dog's next to me and she's just laying on my lap, so she's distracting me. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I've been playing um, Prey, uh, not not the uh, the Predator movie that's just come on Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus, pray the uh, arcade game. Um, yeah, look, arcade, arcade, game. arcade is in the uh, the developer Arcane, uh, who works at the Bethesda. Oh, Arcane, yeah. okay. Because you also have to bear in mind there's also a 2006 Prey game that's released by 3D Wild. Yes, I remember that. And that's one. until it's like being. That's before they can make an entirely new franchise with the name Prey on. And there's like a film called Prey and they're yeah. just like, oh, come on, stop. I wish that people... I know it's like opposite of Predator, yeah. but come on. I know. It's very, it's very confusing. Like, I, when we talk about Open Air Live, like, Live later on, there's a new game called The Lords of the Fallen and there was a game that came out called Lords of the Fallen. So it's the the that makes it different, I guess. I don't know. So I just like wish they would just keep rebooting it. It's the oh, uh... <laughs> oh, like Saints Row. They've just rebooted Saints Row. I hate I hate reboots. It's so annoying. But yeah, I've been playing the Arcane Prey because uh, basically I'm looking forward to Redfall, and also we should be getting Death Note, uh, not Death Note, Death Loop, any minute now. Like any day now, we should be getting Death Loop on the Xbox. So I'm like. I'm kind of in an arcade mood. <laughs> so as soon as we get Deathloop, that's going to be great. And then also Redfall is uh, 2023. Looking forward to that as well. So I just I was in an arcade mood and I well, thought, why not? It's, have you played Prey? Uh, the, uh, uh, the 2006 one, yes. Not the reboot. The right? latest one, no. It's very Bioshock, which is not a bad thing, is it? Let's be fair. Uh, oh, wow, that's, that's good because I enjoyed the original Bioshock. Oh, yeah, it's very Bioshock. It's like, um, I mean, spoilers for, like, the first ten minutes of the game, I suppose. It's like you're in an apartment, and then suddenly you're, uh, uh, like, literally uh, something happens, and then suddenly you're in the space station in space, which is very similar to, like, um, like uh, what's it called? Assassin's Creed? No, uh, uh, Bioshock. What's the name of the, the underwater city? Uh Oh, Rapture. Yeah. It's like Rapture, but it's a spaceship instead. So it's a giant open world, like a giant city in the, in the space, basically. And you're just randomly there. Yeah, because... It's, it's fun, though. Now you mention that, yeah, it's just like, has a similar theme to the 2006 Prey, because it involves, like, you go to the bar, and just, like, trying to get through and enjoy life, and then you have to be told about traditions. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, uh... Some of the aliens abducted us, and now we own the spaceship. Yeah, I remember that. But I don't know, because the 2006 Prey is just, like, so awesome, and it's really fantastical. It's like... And then it's just, like, um, the really coolest thing is that it's something that predates portals, that you have, like, portals that gives you a window of, like, what's at the upper side, and you just go through yeah. it. And I just thought, yeah, that technology is so awesome. But I don't know if the latest one's got any of that sort. Uh, I mean, I haven't got that far into it yet. I, I've, there's like, I've, there's stuff like that, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not the same game. It's not the same series at all. Like, yeah, the one you played. I think you're Native American in that as well, aren't you? And it's like, it reminds me a lot of Doom Three because like, uh, I, it was on the original Xbox. Uh, I think right. 
But the the, the new prey is cool. It's like you got it's, as I said, it's very uh, Bioshock. You got like a wrench as your only weapon to start with, and all the bad but all the bad guys are called I think they're called mimics, and they're like this black goo that runs around, and then it can it can change into items. So you could like be picking up a piece of paper to read the note, and it's actually a bad a bad guy like pops out. Of it. It's like ah, <laughs> so it's like it's just like they hide in like in plain objects. So if, if there's a new object just randomly appeared somewhere you've been before, you're like, oh, that's probably a bad guy then. Um, and it, it's, it is quite, it's quite scary, quite uh, tough as well, but I'm enjoying it so far. Um, yeah, as I say, it reminds me a lot of playing the original Bioshock, uh, which, you know, is not a bad thing because the original Bioshock is a classic. Um, yeah, like, you you got, like, a guy telling you what to do and you got, like... Uh, like hidden stuff, and it's just it is everything's just like slightly off. It's you know, it's good though. Um, as I said, you're like in an abandoned spaceship. There's like a city basically. It's 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 cool though. Definitely worth recommend playing. I haven't got far, far into it yet, so I can't really say it's like you know I can't really recommend it too high. But so for what I've played, I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, but that's all I really played this week is Prey. Uh, I was playing that last night while I was watching Open and Night Live, so <laughs> do multitasking. <laughs> yeah, interesting that you somehow like played something else to Elden Ring for once. Yeah. <laughs> but was it on Xbox or is it on Switch? On Xbox, it's a uh, Game Pass. Uh, Pray. Um... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an Xbox game. Is Xbox now owns it because they own Bethesda, so. Maybe expect to pray to at some point, which might be pretty sweet. I hope so. Um, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, announced pray too, and then, as far as I know, that one is like cancelled, and then you got like Arcane's pray. Yeah. So I'm guessing you're referring to the sequel to that, not the 2006. One. No, yeah, I'm saying they might make another one of this one with the reboot at some point. Who knows? Mm. So, uh, should we get into the news? Yep. So, big news since the last episode came out. Uh, Death Stranding is now on Game Pass. What a weird... Move. Oh, is it now? Yeah, on PC. Wow. So, a, a, place, a, a game that was originally a PlayStation exclusive is now on PC Game Pass. Uh, it, I mean, we had this before with MLB The Show, which was like a baseball game. But this is like... This is a whole other level, right? This is Kojima... Uh, yeah, I've I've I already own this on PS Five. I I got this director's cut with my PS Five. I should have just waited and got it on PC. But there you go, it's just my luck that is. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, that's awesome because um, they also got the Midnight Fight Express t- on on that day as well. So it's, it's just pretty yeah. good. But it's yeah, it's just the fact that Kojima's placed it because I think this was even produced by. So the the one that's on the PlayStation was so Death Stranding was produced by PlayStation to go on PlayStation, but then it was ported by someone else to the PC, I think, and that's the version we're getting on Xbox, which is weird. It is weird that we're getting a PlayStation exclusive onto Game Pass. Is the is a weird thing? What a world we live in. Um, have you played Death Stranding? Nope. No, it's um, it's alright for a PlayStation exclusive. No, I don't even like own the PlayStation to play it with. So. That's fair. So well, you point. can now play it on PC. <laughs> uh, 
And my PC isn't my, that my powerful cellular. enough for that. If, too. I had a, if I had my Steam Deck, which is what I was going to buy, I was I, I, I chickened out and didn't get one in the end. But yeah, the PS We Trust guys, the PlayStation podcast, their favourite game ever is like uh, Death Stranding. They, they talk about how much they love that game. But pretty much every time I'm on there, they talk about how much they love it. So it's interesting. Well, that's a good job. They not mentioning about the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, whenever they mention the Last of Us, I go off and around, so they know not to do that around me. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> last of us. So the other big news this week was the Activision deal has been approved. Yay! In Saudi Arabia. Oh, Ooh. brilliant! So that means. How soon did they approve that deal? Because I didn't notice. It's Saudi. It's already in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> the Saudi Arabian people have approved it. I don't understand how this works, right? So they got to get it approved by America, Europe, Saudi, whatever. What happens if just like one random country goes, nah, we don't approve it? Like, well, I don't know. What, what happens then? Do they just not have Activision games in that country? I don't understand how that works. So Saudi, Saudi Arabia has approved it. Uh, America, they're on the last leg of it now, I think. And in Europe, they're still going through all the, the loopholes. But I'm like, yeah, like what if we, like what if like, Japan goes now? Nah, we don't approve this. What happens then? Does, does that mean that Activision's well, just not a thing in in Japan? I don't know how that works. Like if it's approved in all other countries. Well, actually, actually, if you think about it, Activision's filled with a lot of Western releases. Yeah. So I don't think it is particularly. Uh, familiar to with Japan, yeah, true. so I think the tra- chances are they will just pretty much give it a thumbs up, really nilly. Yeah. Because I I don't know, I'm not really speaking for them, but it's just like I know the Call of Duty's kind of popular in Japan, and and there's a few other games too, yeah. but but I don't know if Japan is that as interested about that as their own franchises like Atlas and stuff like that. That's true. If, it was, if this was Sega, we might be having a different conversation. Uh, but yeah, it's, with yes. the Activision deal, as we've discussed in the last two or three episodes, Sony's not. Sony seems to be the only one who seems to be against this deal. Uh, everyone else is just like, yeah, that's fine. Like Every other company's like, yeah, that's fine, but Sony's like, oh, it'll ruin our business and Call of Duty's going to kill us and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. Um, so the fact that they have a tail between their legs, yeah. Really. So the fact that it's been approved by Saudi Arabia is a good thing, I suppose. That means that we're one step closer yeah. to this thing being done. I just want to get it done. They said it might be done before the end of the year, which would be fantastic because I would just like to have some more more games on Game Pass. Um, I like I could save some money, <laughs> get some Call of Duty games without having to pay mm. for it. I would love that. Um, yeah, it's just. I think that good, another benefit of that is it just means Microsoft has ownership of Battle.net. So maybe this one Ooh. will be used to one Xbox Game Pass because I find this to be a more reliable front-end yeah. compared to Microsoft's own uh, client. Yeah. Like, if you have access to... Yeah, if you have access to Battle.net, I think you might be able to use it on the Mac too, but I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, as far as I know, you... I don't think you can get working on Linux, but I think either way, if they get an Activision deal and like take advantage of Battle.net's interface, then this will be a huge boon for like all the Windows users who use Game Pass. Yeah, I never even thought of that. That's a good point. 
Yeah, a uh, one-man game, World of Warcraft on console, that would be interesting. I don't know, there's a lot of little things that can happen. Um, well, if you f- well, the World of Warcraft has already got a very complicated interface. Yeah. Like, I think it's just like made for mouse and keyboard and you click on the screen. Yeah. So I don't really see that being controlled by the controller unless someone's got it working. Uh, I think they did say that they had a working prototype of that for years and years ago, but they obviously haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. oh yeah. So I mean, I'm hoping this Activision deal's done soon, but they're going to keep dragging their feet. Sony's going to keep trying to slow it down. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, as I said, Saudi's Saudi's approved it, so that's one step done. But one one of the countries has approved it, so we're 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 getting there slowly but surely. Uh, so, so that moves us on to our topic of the show. Woo! Well, I do have uh, another oh, okay. news because since the topic of the show is going to be Gamescom, yep. I think I will be mentioning about the Game Pass. Okay, yeah, sure. So in a moment, this, uh, I think in the next week or some sort, is a huge purge of a lot of good titles on Game Pass, which means... Well, I know there's an NBA games leaving Game Pass, oh, yeah. but games including Hades, 12 mm. Minutes, and what remains of either Finch are going to be leaving Game Pass. 12 Minutes and either Finch are very easy games you can get a thousand points yeah. on each. I got both. And them. Hades is an amazing game. Yeah. I got a thousand points on both of those games, but, so I agree they are pretty easy. If you get a guide up, they're pretty straightforward to, uh, to do, yeah. Well, how did you get on with Hades? Today? I beat Hades, but I didn't get the thousand game score. I've beaten the I've beaten the main story, and then obviously they want you to keep. Uh, once you, like, I don't want to spoil it, obviously, but once you beat the main boss, this the game's still not over. They still want you to keep going back, play it over and over and over again. And I, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm yeah. good. I've beaten the main boss now. I don't need to do it. In, like, I don't need to replay it another twenty times. <laughs> so I'm. I'm just... Well, I got. Well, I got like over like nine hundred points, and I still have to get to the uh, the actual ending of the story. Yeah. But then you just have to keep repeating the game, yeah. and just like keep doing the objectives, and it's just early it becomes into a huge grind. Yeah, I, I think to I me it's just it, like yeah. I got it on. Yeah, I just got it on the Nintendo Switch anyway, yeah. so I can keep on playing it. The only difference is that I got in so far on Xbox that I had to go through things again on the Switch version. Yeah, I mean. But then again, I just think, I just think like, well, now you mention it, I just really do gonna miss the world building and the themings there. So, yeah. I think I'm gonna probably give a final visit to the Xbox before uh, I can like delete it from Xbox, and then I'll, if I want to play more Hades, it's on the Nintendo yeah. Switch. So I'm the, same, da, da, da. I'm the same as you actually. I bought it on the Nintendo Switch before I came to Game Pass. So I still have access to it on the Switch. So if I do want to play it, I can go back and play it on the Switch. So that is a good point. I didn't think of that. Um, it is a really... F- if you haven't played Hades, I recommend playing it. It's a lot of fun. It's like Diablo, but it's also um, roguelike. So you just repeat the same things over and over again. But which sounds boring, but it actually is really clever, really well done. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I I think I've had my fill. Yeah, though. I think I think I've had my fill. So if I do ever feel like playing it, I got a Switch version anyway. But at this moment in time, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm I've had my fill. Well, well, it's interesting to know that 
Hades has only been on Game Pass for a year, so it's just like retiring out of the Game Pass. Mm. But 12 minutes, it has only been out for like a few months. And I was like, hmm, because I think I'd be, I know there's like many titles that left the Game Pass, like, yeah. uh, I think it's Near Replicant, yeah. the Chris Tales, and even there's The Means, which is it, the musical puzzle game, which been on Game Pass since early this year, and then it's just left the Game Pass already. So it's just yeah. like, it just seems as if we can't even catch a break. Like, we get the games, but it just almost seems as if it's not worth like playing it for the few minutes just to check it out and then leave it until it's going to be leaving. Mm-hmm. So you'll be choosing to either rush for it for for the last minute to get it complete, like I did with Near Replicant, or you're just like, ah, f- forget it. It's just I only got a few achievements on it. Yeah, so, it's, uh, I mean, it's good that we got lots of new games coming up, but obviously, yeah, they do retire stuff as well. Uh, there is a cycle of stuff going in and out of in and out of Game Pass, but then some stuff does come back, so you never know. It might come back at some point. Uh, Twelve minutes. Uh, you could complete that in like three hours anyway. It's not that hard, but I, it wasn't no. as good as everyone thought it was going to be. We had I had high hopes for that game, but yeah, didn't do that as good. Plus, the voice acting is like really yeah. good. It's not as good as I was hoping it was it would be. To be honest, I did enjoy it for what it was, but. The story is weird, to be honest. When it gets yeah. the, the the reveals and stuff later on, I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, um, I just think I was gonna say I was about to say something, but I think I've just forgot. Sorry. But <laughs> but anyway, it's just um, I forget it. Uh, I was going to say something else in regards to the Game Pass, but then I think with a lot of the games coming up... And, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I don't know if Netflix has got rid of as many films as what Xbox did, but I think they're just beginning to see Game Pass. It's just like your local video rental store. Yeah. Like, whichever titles to put over there, some of it will have to be gotten rid of in order to make room for more VHS tapes. Yeah, I mean... I don't think they get rid of that. I mean, they get rid of a couple of things this month, but they don't really get rid of much, to be honest. And then, like, there is a lot of games that are going to be on there forever. Like, I would imagine we're never going to get rid of Halo Master Chief Collection or any of those type, like anything that's owned by Xbox. It just might be stuff that a third party and maybe just they had only paid for like a year's worth of Game Pass for. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are some games that disappear, but I don't think it's it's that bad. I mean, you do have, obviously... As I said, the only bad, the only one you, I feel you need to play is Hades, on the list you just said. If you haven't played Hades, definitely try and give it a try. It's a lot of fun. But everything else you can skip, really. Edith Finch is, like... I think Edith Finch has left before and it's come back. So it's, like... Uh, it's okay, but it's only literally... It takes, like, two hours to beat Edith Finch. And the same with uh, 12 Minutes. It doesn't take 12 minutes to be 12 minutes, but it's it's not far off. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would say play Hades. But I I don't think it's that bad. I know know that it's annoying that some games get removed, but, you know, there's lots to play. There's still lots on there. I feel like they add more than they remove. Uh, Yeah, so... I think there's other bits 
Another bit of news, and this time is Halo related. Mm-hmm. Halo. Go ahead. So, uh, Halo Infinite has received a bunch of leaks and it's revealed some more content. They got a custom games browser. Mm-hmm. They also like added some more content. Like you can now, you're gonna have some like yapping rewards, which you can now preview in the armor customization. Like I think there was like a citrus armor coating. I thought it was a bit jokey or whatever. You look like a banana, but it's actually the similar kind of coating you saw in the promotions. And I thought, wow, that is so good on like Mark Seven. Then you just got like lots of bits like you got donkey ears on the helmet and you've got those other bits in it but then yapping is just like happening in like about uh 7th of september i imagine so this should be exciting um but it also comes with like there's in some new vehicles uh top of which is that i don't know if you get a goss warthog but i don't think that's been shown apart from like the prototypes but it's showing a completed model of a um was it the Falcon? All right. I think the Falcons you get in the Halo Reach, but you can actually pilot it, so you can like fly around and use a machine gun. So it's quite cool. But uh, there's also like leaks of weapons that are like not so complete because we saw like the carbine and the fuel cannon, but there's like reveals uh, a bit more about like the double barrel shotgun yes. or the submachine gun quite similar to the saw and there's like a plasma launcher or some sort like that but the most exciting bits of those leaks are uh is a dmr it's coming back love it yes yeah the weapon is coming back and it's already got a new model for it It does not come with a scope. It's just like only like holographic. It's not holographic. So it's more like iron sights. Oh, right. So it's more intended for the medium range combat. Not only that, it's just like it has a bit of an extra recoil when you fire the weapon. But it just got me really excited because I do miss a DMR and a commando is just like a, a discounted version of it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously BR. We've got a BR still, so that's fine. But yeah, DMR would be pretty sweet. Um... Yeah, my favorite game. It will be called. Uh, it will be called the Bandit Rifle when it's released, oh, okay. and that's according to the leaked uh, audio files. Interesting. So, but yeah, it's just it's just got me excited for it. Um, also, what's also got me excited is there's some of the armor coatings are like really good. You got this like nice stylish pink armor, but it's got white bits on it, and it's called a something meringue or some sort. I don't know. But it's certainly the pink one. Plus, nice. you've got this storm orange or some sort like that, where it's got a mixture of white and orange things. Both of these armors are, like, really bright. And I think there's some, like, other armors and other visors. It just looks really vibrant, and they just got me interested. But, yeah, if you're not sure what you're looking for, keep an eye on the bottom left uh, text, and it should show you, like, this is released in season minus one, and that means it's a content that's not that has yet to be released for the event of some sort. All right, okay. So then um, there's also a couple more stances like supermodel or captain, captain stance and those sort of things. So I don't know. It's just um, it is definitely something to look forward to. 
And I don't know if some of these are rewards for completing the co-op campaign or getting the achievements, mm. but I shall have to wait and see. We're still waiting on the co-op um, mode release, yeah, the official which mode, is yeah. supposed to be expected on the end of August. But I think we've only got like one week, and then we have to see for that. Hopefully, to hopefully the co-op soon. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. Hopefully season three soon as well. I'm just looking forward to some more Halo stuff. Um, I'm I'm a level ninety on my season two beat the season pass. I'm just taking my time and tr I, I could max it whenever I want to, but I'm just taking my time trying to <laughs> trying to spread it out over the couple of months, you know. Um, so yeah, are we are we ready mm. to go to topic of the show? Yep. Topic of the show. Do, do, do. Um, Gamescom opening night. Um, Jeff Keighley has announced, uh, basically announced a load of games that we already knew about most of them. But there was some cool stuff there, I guess. You you, you said you didn't watch the full show. Did you see? Um, no. Did you see Millie, the German co-host? No. Nope. She was there giving out awards and stuff, and it just gave me the biggest Eurovision feel like ever. It's just, like it's just it's just like, hello <laughs> Germany, how are you today? We have awards. I'm like, okay, like we don't need this. Why are you here? It just felt very Eurovision to me. Like, if you ever watched Eurovision, it's just like, <laughs> Buzzer Hovenega, ten points. It's like, okay, cool. It's just like, <laughs> The UK zero yeah. points. It's just like it's like every time. <laughs> it's just like I, yeah, I like Eurovision because well, it's cheesy. I think they will have a judges panel for the rewards, and then you have a public vote. Yeah. So that's how you can get. Oh, there's a reward that's coming over for the PlayStation title that's so popular. Oh wait, people's fate decided it just comes over to the Switch title. Yeah. I mean, you saw that this week's sorry that this year's Eurovision. Yes. And it's like UK had almost won Eurovision based on the judges. Uh, yes, vote. we were in the and lead, and then it just got given to Ukraine. We were in the lead for like the whole time, and then literally the last ten minutes, Ukraine got like it's like it's like the, it's like the the panel vote. You get like a couple of hundred po points. So we had like two hundred points altogether, and then the public vote. They go Ukraine. Yeah, has four hundred extra points. I'm like, what? How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow, that's not fair. Uh, but no, whatever. I like it's fine. The Ukraine one is good. The Ukraine one, is, but it's very, it's very political. Uh, Eurovision. Uh, we're hosting it this year yeah. though because it, there's the war going on in Ukraine. So interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's it's very cheesy and very tacky. That's what this this mini woman was like on the on the. It was still fine, but just it, it was very it felt very Eurovision esque. Um, she gave they had an award for most the game the PlayStation's most looking forward to and it said Lives of P even though that's coming on Game Pass so why would that be the most looked forward to PlayStation game I don't know it doesn't make any sense uh, and the most looked forward to Xbox game was um, oh, what's it called I had it written down uh, Last Days of Benedict Fox which was at the uh, Xbox conference so okay cool wicked why did we need awards there was awards in the middle of this random show about games or announcements it's very weird um yeah but yeah so yeah, and then they also had like a, a bulbasaur mini cooper like a car that they showed off a car that looked like bulbasaur from pokemon 
So, like, so there was stuff in there that wasn't even game related, but yeah, majority of it was games though. Um, so you did watch some trailers, you said, right? Yeah. So I've got my top I've three. seen. Yeah, I just only like went through the few trailers. Uh, the ones that stood out for me is the Sonic Frontiers. Is the story mode? It's like it looks weird. Huh? I, I mean, granted, um, I'm not really that interested in the game, but they seem to be gotten so better with the trailers. Like instead of like showing snippets of gameplay in the beta form, yeah. like you got the Japanese commercial. This like shows Sonic and just going through like. Uh, some interesting gameplay, but now it's just you got a story trailer, and now you have Sonic going through uh, different environments, yeah. and you have a human character as well, which is like to like Sonic proportions, and that's just like yeah, it's, it's good, it? but yeah, it just they really stuck out like, like a sore thumb, uh, stuck like well, I mean it's just did stuck out the most compared to the other trailers, well, the but I think it's just like and I was like so knackered that. I ended up watching some random videos on YouTube. The Sonic trailer made me laugh because she goes, Sonic, you can't run forever. And I'll be in my head like, you're a kid, I can run forever. I'm going to go fast. Mm -hmm. It's like saying Sonic can't run forever is the most, like, no. Of course he can, he's Sonic. That's all he does is run. <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> uh, look. Do you reckon it would have a custom soundtrack? I do, maybe. Probably. I hope... Because... I hope it has some Sonic Because I think you can it. get... Because you can put a Benny Hill theme during the whole game. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> but I'm, I still like... I love some Sonic music. That's like the best thing about Sonic because it has the cheesiest music ever. Like, running around at the speed of sound. You have no place to run. Run on the rainbow. Like that kind of stuff. It's just like super cheesy. I just love it. <laughs> Have you seen Snap Cube's uh, Shadow Fam dub? No, I haven't. I have to look into that. Hey, Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love some of the stuff they show. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. So, yeah, I'm. Sorry yeah, because um, there's like. There's a really nice cover of like. Uh, I am all of me and stuff like that. It's quite nicely done with, by Snap Cube. And there's another, like, which is a rap thing. Oh. It's got Chase's own, like, Black Doom doing a rap. And it's just, like, quite good. <laughs> you should definitely watch uh, Shadow Panda. I definitely you will. That's... No, you said that. I, lo yeah. I, lo I love because it's music. Taken it... <laughs> so cheesy. Because it took, a... it took over the internet far, far more better than, like, the Sonic Frontiers. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about Sonic Frontiers. Apparently it comes out the day before God of War Ragnarok. So like, what are you doing, Sega? You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy, Sega. Bing Bong. Uh, Bing Bong, Petir uh, Chief. Don't forget there's another trailer that we should definitely be talking more about compared to the the long list of games out there. Yeah, go on. What, what trailer was that? Uh, Sony Shock. Edge. I mean, we're an Xbox podcast. I was not going to make it. They've copied. But this one is. They're copying us. Yeah, they just literally. Yeah, they just copied the Elite controller. Yeah. And this one that looks a bit samey, except you've got like extra bells and whistles on it. And it's just like, mm, okay. And then it's like people are excited for the controller when obviously this is 
quite literally their take on the Xbox wireless yeah. controller. Sorry, the well, Elite easy, controller. Yeah. So it's just ridiculous. Yeah, the Edge. I, I, I wasn't really going to mention it, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the uh, PlayStation Edge. Basically, Xbox has had the Elite controller for like, what, three generations now? And it's just like, oh, I guess we could do that. Sony just finally give it in and just copy it in now. It took them long enough, but good for Sony. Good for PlayStation fans who are finally going to be able to play games with back panels. It's like, you know, <laughs> catch up. We're, 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 the, well, we're ahead of you. We're in the future. <laughs> we're, we're cool. Well, I've, I mean, the Dirt Sense literally copied some aspects of the Xbox controller. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like the Xbox 360 controller was like the perfect controller, and the Xbox has just literally just slightly changed it every generation. Whereas PlayStation is like, you look at the dual share, the one for the PS2 is completely changed shape and everything and every generation looks more and more like an Xbox controller um, and I'm going to you know because the Xbox controller they nailed it so you know why wouldn't they the only thing that I've, just I imagine mean, the, just imagine uh, we got a boomerang controller we oh almost my God, got that. that and then they just took a DualShock 2 design and just added a few changes to it like triggers oh man I hate the I hate the boomerang the boomerang was so bad um yeah <laughs> but yeah I think the on the off the uh I forgot my off center sticks I think that's still gonna be a thing that's always gonna be the main differentiator between the two Xbox will always have the the sticks in a different like the one stick higher up than the other and then PlayStation will always have a level uh I think that's literally the only thing that's ever gonna keep them apart Apart from that, they're going to pretty much be the same in like another generation or so. Um, well, speaking of which, um, I'm still waiting on Microsoft to see how they get on with my controller replacement. Because I think it's coming up to about two weeks since I sent the package of my Dual Labs, yeah. sorry, the Design Labs controller, which is not functioning. And I sent it on post. And so far, like, I got the customer services like three times in one day. Like, first time, just got in, like, a long phone call and just, like, asked for the status of my repair order. Yeah. Been on hold, then it hung up. Ugh. I phoned again, then it's, like, same thing, got called uh, sir a few times, like, okay, I just don't feel comfortable about mm. that because I'm a trans, uh, non-binary trans yeah. girl, and I don't, and then it's just like, oh, I'll just put you on hold. Hung up. They phoned me back and asked me to keep holding and then hung up again. It's just that. Then they just phoned, phoned one more time. It's just like being, I couldn't get through to the agent, waited and then hung up. Then I just did this whole same thing. And it's just like, uh, uh, we reached the maximum amount of callbacks for today. So do it on the next business day. It's like, well, thank you very much. <laughs> then on Monday, Next week, it's just like, uh, I was going to do that, but then I just procrastinated so much that I ended up going to the barbecue next day, baked a cake, and I have no time for doing more stuff in my life. But I said they have enough time to draw an email based in Ruby Salem. You know this, like, POG, P-O-G yeah. email? Yeah. I, I drew it in, like, Salem's image. Ah, okay. A, a, a pog, poggy mo. <laughs> That's like shock face, right? Like, <gasps> yeah. 
I can say it to you now. Just bear with mm -hmm. me. Uh, I know this is just not so professional, but I'm sure that it just popped up in the video too. I mean, you can do that, right? Uh, I suppose so. Uh, yeah. Uh, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I'll change your profile picture to that for now. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, yeah, so we can't have a little bit of off, off topic anyway. So, yeah, Gamescom. Um, did you. So, why. I mean, there was a new higher life trailer, which I thought was really funny. Uh, it was more of the same, mm. though. Um, I mean, my three games were higher life. Lords of the Fall, the the Lords of the Fallen, which had a really cool trailer, but it's just Dark Souls in there. And then like, I thought you pronounce this as Fee. Uh, sorry, the Lords of Fallen. Gosh, I just keep buffing this Fee, but the. <laughs> and then like Lies of P, which looks interesting. I thought that looks like a really cool game. Uh, it's like dark. You sure? I was a yeah. It's like sorry. It's like dark Pinocchio, the Bloodborne. Inspire, it's weird. It's like Bloodborne slash Pinocchio. It's weird. Um, yeah, it's, it's a strange uh, one. Because uh, it, it's like the, yeah, it's... the plot is like Pinocchio, but it's it's um, it looks like a Dark Souls slash Bloodborne type game, and it's gonna be coming to Game Pass. It looks really cool, but it's a weird concept and a weird name, but it looks it looks badass. Uh, I'm worried it's going to come out. It's and it's coming on Game Pass too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm worried it's going to be like a 4 out of 10. It's going to be bad. I'm worried. That's what I'm worried about. But it, if it's good, it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see more about this game. Uh, that's my, the game I'm most looking forward to for this entire pro press conference was uh, Lives of P. I think it looks interesting. Yeah. It definitely looks cool. Well, I think it's been talked about in the communities around me and they seem to be quite excited about the game so i think once i find some extra time because i need to head to the part birthday party and then i get back yeah. but hopefully they've got enough time to like see liza p yeah. and see how it goes because i have not heard of this game before uh at gamescom i heard about it about a week ago before gamescom and i was like oh this looks fun and then they showed an extra trailer at gamescom and it's just yeah it looks even better than i thought it would it's like it looks really pretty. It looks like a really good-looking like Dark Souls Bloodborne type game, but obviously, does the gameplay hold up? Is it going to be like, is it going to be like three frames per second or whatever? That's what I'm worried about. It's like, it could be fucking mess <laughs> and it could be awful, but hopefully it's going to be good. Fingers crossed. It's like it's a small team making it. Uh, it looks cool. It looks cool. It looks really cool. So I'm excited to try it out. Also, so, uh, yeah. well, I think. I think the one thing we should be expecting, though, is we could be seeing a wooden performance from it. Hey, yeah, yeah, it took me a second. <laughs> yeah, pep <laughs> lots of puppetry and stuff. And do, if, uh, do you use your nose as a weapon? That's the question. It's going to be interesting. Well, I'm sure there are strings attached to it. Hey. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> the biggest, one of the biggest news stories coming from Gamescom was uh, Kojima's got his own podcast now. Like, what? Random. Uh, brain structure. That's cool. So if you want to hear what Hideo Kojima has to say... I mean, we don't speak Japanese, so I don't know how that's going to work. Is they going to have a tr an English version of the podcast as well? Like, they translate it? Or 
Are we going to just learn Japanese? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Sadly, I'm not that fluent with Japanese yet. No, neither am I. So therefore, I'm not going to be able to enjoy the podcast. But then it could be on YouTube with subtitles, but I'm not sure. But then again, um, there's also another thing where I think it's Sakura from uh, the the Sakurai. Uh, yeah, Sakurai from like Super Smash Brothers. He opens his YouTube channel and like discusses about things. And I'm like, I I haven't got a guess of gist of what it's about. Do you know? No, I I, I haven't really. Um, I'm just looking at whatever games were announced. There wasn't much. Uh, Crystal Protocol was shown again. Looks cool. Looks bloody. Looks you know like violent. Uh, New Tales from the Borderlands looks weird. Uh, story story trailer. The, the they ended on Dead Island Two, which was like their big like finally this is the final thing. Like no one cares about Dead Island Two. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was like Lady Kravis guy. Kind of, Me neither. It was like a guy who looked like Lady Kravis just go around beating people up. That was literally the whole trailer. It was like. It wasn't that impressive. Um, yeah. I would like to try Dying Light 2, because that's supposed to be quite good, but it's still, like, 70 quid. So I'm waiting for it to go down in price. Um, yeah, interesting. Zombies. Is Dead Island, but you're not on an island. You're in California. I don't know how that works. So, yeah. The trailer was, fu- yeah. The trailer was kind of funny, but it wasn't, like, mind-blowing or anything. Uh, as I said, you look like a guy like who looks like Lenny Kravis. You go around shopping and, and then beating up zombies while you go like to the shops or you watching telly and stuff. Yeah, yeah interesting. Um, I had to look for the list you've made. Yeah. Uh, so I just going through and it's like um, there's moving out too. A sequel is it where you like pack up stuff from the yep. house and move. Yeah, that's it. It's a sequel to Moving Out 1. So, <laughs> and, yeah, there's, like, Get Packed, and I think it's just somehow got beaten in competition by the looks of it. Yeah. But it's a game that I hope to, like, get through more because it's a Found of Launchpad game, which is, I got a second Masters in. Yeah. So, but at the moment, it just seems Moving Out is just, like, still getting popular. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy... Not interested. Nope. Same. I'm, I'm not very interested in it. They had a trailer about uh, forbidden uh, forbidden spells. That was like the whole trailer. I was like, okay, I don't care. Uh, everywhere was weird. I don't know if you saw that. It was like... Uh, yeah, that's a trailer I saw for it. Weird. But I was thinking like, is this meant to be like GTA 6? It's weird. It's like... The metaverse, I guess, it's like you can play in any type of game. It reminded me of like PlayStation Home, but you got racing in there and stuff as well. I, I, weird. Yeah. Not on... You put up PlayStation f- f- yeah. Home, and I'm like, hmm, Second Life. I don't know how that turned out to be. Second Life, maybe as well. That was another <laughs> game that was like that. Second Life, but then Second Life was a weird game. Just piece of game. Everyone just ended up just having sex with each other in that game. That's all they ever did. So. <laughs> What they can do in that? Second Life, yeah, that oh was the game because it's supposed to be a simulation of like a like a metaverse, like a like a world where you could be anyone you want to be and just be whoever you want. And then everyone used to do this. That's sex. <laughs> like the the game, it just evolved into that, basically. <laughs> Overnight, that will no doubt happen in like uh, everywhere yeah. anyway. 
I mean, I always take some hot coffee, but coffee. but I wonder if it'll be repeating the controversy involving like uh, a lorry type of thing. I don't want to go into specific details, but this one has caused a lot of controversy. I don't really know what everywhere is. I'm assuming it, I, from what I can tell, it sounds like it's like a metaverse game where literally it's just loads of games within a game and you can be whoever you want in the game and it's just like a, you could create stuff like Roblox. There's trains on like PlayStation 4 and it's supposed to be big but then none of us have even like known if it's still yeah. a thing. It's just like literally a little big planet with some extra tools. Oh, Dreams. Yeah, yeah. That was weird, that game. I never played it. But, uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard about it. Me neither. Um, I'm trying to think of some games that look cool. Oh, it wasn't really cool looking game. There's also Gates. There's also like Gates Simulator Three. Yeah, it's really cool. And there's the, and there's Return to Monkey Island. And I was just think, that's interesting. It's coming out on September 19th. But people are just somehow dogpiling on it because of its art style. I like the art style. But according to <laughs> Yeah, because according to one of the developers behind it, I can't really catch his name, but he says that he designed the art style and he's very happy with yeah. it. But now he's just like hasn't spoken too much about it because of a huge backlash on it. And I think it doesn't really deserve that backlash. I think the player, I think the gamers are expecting a more sensible art style or something that is more cartoony, just like. The, the, I think it was a sequel of it in like ni 1998, The Return to the Monkey yeah. Island. It's just like, it's like really samey and really col colourful. But I think the thing is, I'm not, I'm not that divisive on it. I think I can grow with that art style. And I think it just like gets this Psychonauts vibe. What do you think? I think it looks good. I, I, I think it looks a bit weird, but it looks good. The art style is like kind of like flash animation a little bit. It's like hand drawn a little bit. Um, it's basically like he was saying, like I don't want to make an eight-bit game. I want it to be a, if we release the game now, what it would look like, and I think that's fair enough. I think it looks decent. I'm not, I'm not like uh, fussed about it. Apparently, if you pre-order it, you get horse armor, but you do, you can't actually use the horse <coughs> armor in the game. That's like the big pre-order. So it's just an item in your inventory that you can never use. Which is hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Horse armor, jokes. Horse armor jokes in 2022. Way. Um, really? Did you see where the wind. There's Impact. There's Genshin Impact 3.0. Yeah. So, do you play Genshin nope. Impact? Nope. I don't. But I've heard it's, people like it. I'm not first, but I've heard people like it. I haven't got into it, and I'm not interested to play no. it, but people around me it's just like playing it and showing screenshots and fan art of it so <laughs> anyway um there's also killer clowns from outer space i think it was like a film once yeah. and now it's just getting some kind of game adaptation did you see a trailer for yeah it? it's it's basically like dire light or whatever like or like uh friday the friday, not friday, uh, friday the 13th the game you know like four or one like survival multiplayer like it's like one of those type of games it looks interesting killer clowns <laughs> i'm not yeah um the one like the, the game i was most looking forward to is where the winds meet i don't know if you saw that one 
Um, no. It looks interesting. It looks like uh, it looks very much like Ghost of Tsushima, like kind of art style, like like Chinese uh, like art. And it's like it looks it looked gorgeous. It just looked like a really cool cool game. It looked like it might be like a, like a like a, almost like another Dark Souls type game, maybe I don't know. But it looked really pretty. Um, but is it set in China though? Is I think it? So yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But I, I think that's what I think he said. It was based in China, from what I heard from the. Well, I think that's what Jeff Keighley said. Anyway, it looks cool. I need to definitely look. I need to look more into that. Um, yeah, there was a lot of stuff shown. Yeah. There was a massive list of stuff. The finals sounds interesting, which is like made by people who used to work on Battlefield, and it's like a. First person shooter, but it's based in a game show, so it's like the last person standing. So it's kind of like if Fall Guys met Battlefield, I guess. I don't know it looks weird, but it looked kind of cool at the same time. Or like Squid Game, I guess. I, I don't know. Like last person standing gets the prize money. Uh, yeah, it looks interesting. Oh, the finals. Yeah, it looks interesting. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I think I think it might be the case of. Like, I don't know if it's going to be gory. I haven't seen a trailer. No. But then there's, like, Fall Guys and there's, like, Cuphead DLC on right yeah. now, so... Who knows? But that's really pretty much it from Gamescom. I mean, was there anything else you wanted to discuss? Like, we, we get up to about an hour now, but I was just saying that it wasn't that much that jumped out at me. The, the game that I was most looking forward to, as I said, was Lies of P. And uh, Lords of the Fallen looks kind of cool as well. Um, but nothing, like mind-blowing there wasn't like a like El they announced Elden Ring the, like two years ago and that blew everyone's mind but th this year there wasn't that much like anything that mind-blowing there Dead Island 2 they thought Gamescom if it wasn't for the podcast uh, today well I mean anytime yeah. like if I wasn't a regular on the podcast then I was then I would be completely missed out on like Gamescom, like yeah. not even aware of it, because yeah. all, all I really care about now is just like E3, and then it's just like Gamescom yeah. and other bits like that, and just like mm, yeah, nah. I mean Games Fest as well, and they like E3 time, but it's just, yeah, it's like QuakeCon and uh, I think QuakeCon. There's I think there's another some other stuff going on at the same time. So there's other conferences going on at the same time, but. Yeah, all the big announcements were apparently from this one, and they weren't. It wasn't anything that big. I feel like twenty twenty two's been a bit of a, a meh year in general. The one for Elden Ring, I've <laughs> been, been, been let down to be honest. Um, twenty twenty three though is going to be awesome. That's that's what I'm just counting on now. Is next year going to be awesome? I hope. Fingers crossed. Um, I was thinking, um, like for twenty twenty two, it should be called Death. Uh, sorry, the delay loop. Delay loop, yeah. <laughs> Just delay everything. Everything is delayed. Uh, like I yeah. I said about uh, High on Life, that was delayed last week as well. That's been delayed to December. It was supposed to be out in September. It's been delayed to December. Everything gets delayed. Every single game. <laughs> Why? Hmm. Why must everything be delayed? It's COVID for you, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think we can like wrap this yeah. up. But Gamescom... I don't really care about it, and I don't really have any strong opinions about Gamescom. Yeah. But you, um, I just, um, I just want to hear 
You're waiting on this out of 10? Out of 10. How'd you rate it? I would give it a 4 out of 10, probably. Give it a low one. Uh, yeah. It was pointless. I mean, like, there wasn't really much there. There was a couple of things that were like, okay, that was cool. But really, it's not worth watching the whole thing for two hours. I knew that going in because, I, as I said, I usually do a recording of my reactions. And I was like, I'm not even going to bother reacting to it this time because I know there's not going to be much there. And I was right, too, so I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> um, At this rate, uh, I would not be pre-ordering anything. In fact, doing that will be just like suicide because of how things go on with the cost of a living crisis. Yeah. But if I got that extra money, I'll probably like build my Switch backlog. But even if I just stop Game Pass, I still have a bunch of games for me to catch up on, like Control, yeah. the Lego games, yeah. etc. So I got quite a, some catch up to do. Me too. So I've still got loads to play on Game Pass. That's why I'm playing Prey at the moment. Uh, there's going to be a lot to play. So, um, yeah, Game Pass. With just playing Game Pass all the time. That's pretty much all I ever do. Um, so, yeah, that is the episode for today. That is episode 15 of Xbox The Box in the can. We're all done. Gamescom was interesting, uh, but not anything groundbreaking we will be back hopefully next week fingers crossed if everything goes all right um is there anything else you wanted to say before we yeah. go yeah i think it's going to be a bit rough this week and the next week and it's not just about the family visit i think it's just there's a bunch of things happening yeah. a lot towards the end of august uh but apart from that it's just like once i get out of it should be able to enjoy their yapping on halo infinite but i think it's just like uh, it's been like a really exhausting summer. Like it's really hot, yeah. And now there's just a lot of humidity, so I'm just trying to survive. But hopefully we can survive to like do an extra episode next week. Otherwise, well, it may probably change. It just depends. Yeah. But I just really hate things that just get in the way of like enjoying talking about shit on like the podcast. So yeah, I understand completely. Oh, I, I, you know, we always have fun on the podcast, so. Uh, thanks for joining us Me again. Uh, we will see you guys next week, I guess. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, this week. Later, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.